0: Welcome back. This is Chris. Did you know? Because we talked about Washington State last time, Washington, Washington, has more than seventy-five percent of the country's hops are grown here. Brad, I know you're, I know you're a vodka guy, but uh, do you like beer? It's more likely. All the hops came from there, from here.
1: I I thought you were going to say hopper. (laughs) Why is it called the hopper? I do like beer. I do like the craft beers. I like the different flavors. Uh, Unfortunately, it just upsets my stomach. I used to brew my own beer, as a fun fact. And this is Brad. This week's episode is brought to you by the word haywire. Being out of order or having gone wrong emotionally or mentally upset or out of control Chris drinking beer makes my stomach go haywire James I'll be nice to you this week because I don't want to see you go haywire
2: I appreciate that Brad welcome back everyone this is James and this is our weekly whiskey and widgets podcast where your whiskey is hoppy and alcohol free and your widgets do more than just make phone calls
0: Thanks for joining us again. Thanks everyone for joining us for another week of uh, whiskey and widgets. Um, but I will tell you right now, and I'll remind you again, at the end of this episode that you can follow us at whiskey and widgets. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> uh, and also email us at whiskey and widgets at gmail.com. So in today's episode, what are you drinking, James?
2: Today, I am going on an experience. Some people think that your best beers just taste like hops. I think most beers take that to an extreme. I don't like my my IPAs to be too bitter, but there exists an entirely non-alcoholic hop-based beverage that is called uh, Lagunitas Hop Refresher, the Hoppy Refresher. It is uh, by the Lagunitas Brewing Company. They're in, uh, California and, um, Illinois. They started Chicago and Illinois and they produce a hops flavored yeasted beverage that does not have any alcohol in it.
1: I would fermented. like to try
2: that. Interesting.
1: So you're not drinking alcohol this evening.
2: So this is no alcohol. It is zero carbs. Zero alcohol and zero calories.
0: Interesting. And it has
2: the hoppy flavor. Uh, so it's just it's a it's a fascinating one. Um, and uh, yeah, it what's interesting to me is yeah, it tastes like hops, but it doesn't punch my face and punch me in the face with bitterness. And and this is why I think it's just disappointing when when you get a beer that's just single note bitter. Bitterness can be good. Well, let's not overdo it, my friends. Uh, so sweet. for anybody that's curious about the flavor, it has a very sweet aroma, um, which I wasn't expecting. It's very light. It is basically clear. Um, and the taste... Man. It's got some of that, like, what you quintessentially uh, associate with hops. But to me, it's just very, very sweet on the tongue. Um
0: Almost it's like, like th- a, is this like a Moscato?
2: Um no. Have you ever had uh like an aloe uh juice?
0: Uh no, I don't think so, but I can imagine Brad, what it tastes Brad, like. Brad, have you ever had aloe
2: juice? No, I have right. never had if, aloe you, juice. If you've never had aloe juice, then my my reference doesn't help you. So I'll I'll try for different. Who drinks aloe vera? No, no, no. Not aloe vera like the cream you rub on a cut, but it's an aloe... <laughs> you guys, you got to try more things. I need you all to like, come to Wisconsin and let you try
0: stuff or something. We try a
1: route. lot of things. We just don't eat aloe vera plants. Like I put them on burns. Yeah, know, I burn. put, put them on burns.
0: That's no, what I'm saying. I, I can only imagine what it the, what it tastes like because, you know, it, it'll probably yeah, burn. It,
2: it, doesn't, it doesn't taste like it smells. Um, it also makes a very sweet, uh, and a lot of people like consider it really healthy. Um, sometimes people will, will drink it for like the same health benefits as to like people who like drinking coconut water. Coconut water is nasty. I didn't say they taste the same. I don't. I tried that because of it's supposed to
1: make you hydrated, but it just tastes nasty. You can't
0: beat quality H2O. Yeah. Is this our first episode that James you for the the, is the first episode you didn't have any alcohol?
2: This is I think the first episode where I did no alcohol. I might have I'd have to check back but I'm I'm pretty sure this might be the first time. Um, And here's the thing. I'm okay with that. I is your second drink alcoholic. Nope. Tonight I am going to stick with this, and uh, if I don't like it, I actually have a different non-alcoholic beverage that I want to try. That I might save for next week. I might get to it tonight. We'll see. May I ask why?
1: Exploring the flavors. Did you get upset last week or
2: something? No, no. And you don't want to drink with uh, us anymore. Just exploring flavors. You know, to me, the journey isn't about the liquor. The liquor's ability to ne- make you inebriated. The the journey is about the flavor. It's the experience. You know, that, there's a lot more to it. Um, and so this was just tell me you're not interested
0: in trying this brand. I'm definitely uh, interested. I am in interested in that one. Yeah, if it yeah, gives you the same a, taste like other beers, you know.
2: Oh, it does not taste like a beer. Oh no, but it's, it's a just, tasty hoppy. just hoppy. Just it's got some hoppy. Yeah. yeah, it's got a hoppy flavor. Um, but it doesn't have any, like the maltiness you might get in a beer that has maltiness. It doesn't give you, um, the yeast flavor is a lot less than you would get in a lot of beers, especially when you're comparing it to like the beers I like, which are, can be like your, your Belgian quads.
0: It's like um, a placebo. Like if you were to give this to somebody and said, Hey, it's a, it's a hoppy beer and you can, test I mean, it I out. don't know how many people <laughs> would look at a glass
2: that has a clear liquid in it and believe you, but so it is, uh, it is clear. Um, but it's, it's tasty. And it, uh, if what you like in your beer is hops, you might like this. You might also try it and realize you don't know what hops taste like.
1: Uh, I don't know what they, they, they smell like.
2: A, well, and that's fair. Um, it, when you, beers can be complicated, man. And sometimes we associate a flavor profile and something and you, it's not actually what you thought it was. It's why I really have enjoyed, um, like when I went to France, I, I went through and like did that experience. Where you were you're trying to associate different parts of that liquor to a specific thing and like smelling and partaking of that thing can help you identify it better. Um mm-hmm. mine makes some weird connections sometimes, friends.
1: Were you so, blindfolded?
2: For anyone that didn't hear, yeah, that's uh that's a thing. Uh for but for anybody that didn't hear, uh See, he didn't even my
1: question hop, I just asked him if he was blindfolded when he was doing his taste refresher. testing.
2: can you hear me? Uh, yeah, He's yeah, not I even know. listening to I, me, Chris. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs>
1: Chris, can you ask James if he was blindfolded?
2: No, he heard you. No, <laughs> oh, he just didn't no, acknowledge Brad's, me. Brad's just going to spend the rest of the evening asking you to convey things to me. <laughs> um, uh, shoot.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: actually, I, I I did do some of that blindfolded, but not all of it. Um, <laughs> interestingly, like there's just little things about alcohol where uh, your immediate association isn't necessarily the most most accurate one, and the more you taste new things and different things. It just, it widens your world. Um, it's like it's like sometimes yeah. when somebody's tried a, a good mac and cheese that has like a nice hard cheese in it, like an aged Gouda. I love a good mac and cheese. Um, if you try it for Cold the first- Cold pork mac, lobster it, mac. If you, if you try a mac that has like those really good um, bitey, funky cheeses for the first time, and everything you've ever had before that was say craft mac and cheese, it's like a whole new world of flavor, and it's still mac and cheese uh to me same thing with with all different forms of alcohol it's just a fun experience
1: does it taste differently based upon your surroundings so like if you're drinking your whiskey in your office versus drinking it in your kitchen does it taste differently and the time of the day yeah i don't I, I personally think you should do an experiment
2: i don't personally think that where you drink it has that much of an impact on it but what you've eaten that day what time of day it is and like where what's happening in your body can definitely impact your perception on something. I've had whiskeys that I've tried at different times and my opinion of it has changed between the attempts.
1: So if you're out at a bar in a restaurant drinking a glass of whiskey versus in the fields of flowers, do you Mm -hmm. think it would have an impact? I understand the food because the flavor in your mouth would...
2: Well, it's not even necessarily, um, what you're eating at that moment. Like what you had for breakfast and you're doing it at dinner time, can sometimes impact like your perception of what you're eating. Is that
1: because the gases from the digestion would be coming up in your throat?
2: Um, I mean, that's super gross, but you probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I, asking. Yeah. That's, it's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I've tried a lot of different whiskeys at different times of the day. Uh, Just kind of experimenting with that and um, I think there's like for me like an ideal time of day to have a whiskey where like I tend to enjoy it more, which is kind of a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So Brad, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking the same thing
2: I was drinking last week. The same thing he does every week, Chris to take over the world.
1: You didn't plastic. ask me what I was drinking last week. Did you listen to the podcast? Nobody cared.
0: <laughs> you were drinking off a plastic bottle. You, that you oh, we,
2: that's right. We did. We did talk about light. it. Oh. We had a whole conversation about it. Did you listen to the episode? Were you in the episode? Um, were you present in our episode last week?
1: I feel kind of foolish now because I forgot all about that. <laughs> So this uh, is not the same. Brad this is not the same thing I was drinking last week. I'm drinking a good quality glass of H2O. Oh,
0: you're H2O. <laughs> Look Brad, at us, I think, man. I, I
2: I think that uh, the most telling part of this was we cared enough about it to actually remember the thing that you didn't <laughs> remember you drank. But but I
1: don't know if I spoke about this before, and I would love to have it. But I'm not for a certain reason. But did I show you these before?
0: Uh, you mentioned it in the past I, about. I, I think I don't know if I mentioned up.
1: it before, but this is the beer. It's the four thousand footer beer yeah. from the Woodstock mm-hmm. Brewery. We did talk about it because up here again, it's there's forty eight four thousand footers for uh, the mountains. So people hike the New Hampshire forty eight. So the one of the breweries up here made a four thousand footer beer. I think these are amazing. It's, uh, Are they amazing Woodstock. at
2: 4,000 feet or at whatever you're at right now in your house?
1: Um, Woodstock and Brewery, the, the company that makes it, I will answer your question, James. I really think that they should make four different 12 packs with these with different names because there's 48 mountains. And then you could have like the drink at the mountain that you're on. I should actually email them. I don't know if I said this before. It could be deja vu. And James, it's a sponsor. lot of... <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, I'm just going to email them and say, you know, make four different 12 packs and people can collect them. You'd probably sell more because all of them say the same thing: 4,400. It's a great beer. Um, To your question, James, I do not know. A lot of people when they summit will have a drink of some kind. They'll have a shot or they'll have a beer. It's it's kind of a tradition. I do not drink on top of the mountain. I will have a beer a drink when i finish a hike i have it i call it a hiking beer so typically when i finish because i want to make sure i make it down properly <laughs> i'm not really into having a drink because after you do some of these long hikes the effect of the alcohol sometimes hits you a little harder yes so i will have my beer afterwards so i can't say for certain but maybe for you I will do an experiment one day. When I summit, I will have a drink and I will tell you if it tastes differently.
2: Have one at the at the top and then one again when you get to the bottom. I would do that. The The other thing I wanted to and show you is. You, you got to record yourself talking about it, like from the mountain. So we can do some sound bites of like, what do you think in the moment? Record it. To try to describe it. And then do that again when you get to the bottom. That way it's fresh. And we'll play fresh. on this podcast. I, I will do that.
1: Next time I hike, I will bring one of these beers and I will drink it at the top. And I will drink it at the bottom. Now, will you the be doing th-
2: any more hiking this year? Or is the season yes. closed because it's cold? No, no. I,
1: I will hike. The next time I hike a 4,000 footer. I will say that because I do hike some of the other... We have the 52 with a view as well. Those are not 4,000 footers. So the next time I hike a 4,000 footer, I'll take these beverages. Yes, hiking is not a seasonal thing per se. Uh, It's all a matter of preference because it gets cold and icy. So if you want to winter hike, you have to be prepared to hike in the wintertime. So you need to make sure you have the proper clothing, the layers, and the proper equipment to climb through snow and ice now some people will wait to do the trails because other hikers will go up with snowshoes and such and pack the trails down some people it's actually quite interesting it's easier some will say i think it is as well if barring the temperature it's easier and the terrain Uh, again sometimes if it's all ice it's a little difficult but sometimes Some of the trails are easier to hike when there's been a lot of snow because people just pack the snow down and it becomes flat. So you're not walking up through all the roots and through all the rocks. So it gets a little bit easier in that respect. Some people also, which I don't know if it's really valid for the hiking, will sled down the trails. So Mm -hmm. you walk up these trails It's usually, you know, you come down. So some people will actually take butt sleds, you know, those little tiny butt sleds or like even like trash can covers or whatever and slide down portions of the trail on the way down. So, um, I have not done that, but I've seen many people do that. Uh, I hike year round, uh, temperature and weather permitting, I'm really not um into it too cold, but I will hike when it's 10 0 degrees. Once it starts getting a little bit colder, I don't
2: try to get up there. So, so have, another... you, have you ever like deeply secretly just wanted to sled down and be like all the other people? do you walk up that hill and think the child in me wants to go sledding. I would,
1: it looks like a lot of fun. Every time I've gone, just like what we asked about my drink last week, I forget to bring a sled. (laughs) To be honest with you. And it's, 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 it's happened more than once. I can sit here and talk about it, but I forget about it. I would like to try it. It does look like a lot of fun. Um, but, uh,
2: Do you guys know much about hops? I know that it goes into beer. Sure. But do is there like a specific like breed of hop that's super fruity?
1: I know they have different Uh, flavors. I'm not certain if there's a.
2: this, this drink is like a curious expression to me because like, um, there's a local brewery that does what they call juice boxes and they say that it tastes juicy. Because of the hops they use, and I'm wondering if that's like a so they're selling thing on an
1: alcoholic beverage and they call it a juice box.
2: Yeah, they they call it a juice box.
1: That's not right. That's targeting kids. They are
2: delightful, though.
1: I, I'm following James's lead. Look what somebody gave me. I didn't fill it. I wanted to fill it because I have a couple bottles. Do you know what this is, James? Wait, what is that?
2: No.
0: Oh, it's a oh, decanter. Decanter, nice.
1: But look what's at the bottom of it.
2: It's a mountain. Uh, see. It can hold it's it a fire. mountain. Higher. Yeah, that's cool. There's, it's
1: a little water. I just got it. Somebody gave it to me, and I just washed it out, and I want to let it dry before I put the whiskey in it. I literally just got it yesterday.
2: Are you going to decant it, it with um with whiskey? Are you going to decant whiskey in it, or do you want to like put like a blue vodka in there and have it look like a sky?
1: No, I'm putting in the whiskey. I'm going to put high. I'm either going to put in the whistle pig, the knob creeks. Oh, the High West. I have two bottles of High West that I think I'll pour in here. Maybe I could do it during the show if I could get this water out of it. I don't want to dilute my yeah, whiskey.
2: Definitely you want to dry that out first. But yeah, the um, high that just sounds fun to put the High West in there. I have a couple that's, different decanters.
1: That's actually what I was thinking. And I was going to be like you. I was hoping to have it filled, but uh, it's not easy to dry out the inside of a decanter. Just to so, let you know.
2: Normally I put them upside down on a a rack so that way they're consistently draining and I just let it air out for a day. Um, that said.
1: It needs to air out a little bit. I just got out that little piece of water, so
2: it should be dry by the time we're done with this episode. Yeah. Assuming you don't have ridiculously high humidity in your house. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, no, not today. I'm in Florida. Speaking of ridiculously high humidity, a, a kind of uh, devastating ha- thing happened to me at my house recently. Would you like to hear about it?
0: Yeah. No. Well, what's going on? What happened? That's this fair. devastation. Uh, Brad, if
2: you don't want to listen, you can, uh, this you haywire. can close your ears because Chris wants to hear. The haywire. Um,
0: Chris,
1: why didn't you say no? Because I've never heard anybody say no. Like we always you say can. yes.
2: You can. You could both say no and I won't. I won't share the story.
0: No, his, you know, how James's house story is always fascinating because it's, it's, you hear his story, you know, his life is in a haywire.
1: Okay. I want to hear the story now. Yeah. Only if it's a good story. If it's a boring story,
2: I don't want to hear it. So it'll be a short one ish. I mean, I don't think so. To any degree that I can do something short. That's. Uh, (laughs) So that said, uh, Hold on a second. Can you please define short? Yeah. Not long.
1: <laughs> okay, James. It
2: does a test, huh? <laughs> Tell me your story. Yeah. All right. Here's. right. I'll make it brief. So what we did is uh, we paid to have the furnace and air conditioners replaced in my house because they were failing. And I've had all kinds of different problems with the heating and cooling in this house. It's been... Lots of drama this year, all summer long, we have been struggling with the temperature. And I just thought it was just really, really hot out. And all last year we were having issues where the the house just was not coming down in temperature. And so we'd, we'd, we'd set the AC and just after a day of the AC running, It would go down one degree and I'd be like, it's 80 degrees outside. I want it to be 76 in my house, set the temperature. It's currently 78 degrees. And then at six o'clock at night, my temperature would drop and it would say, go down one degree, but the temperature outside would drop. And now it's, you know, 64 outside but now it's hotter inside than it is outside because my AC just can't even keep up with what's happening outside. Ridiculous. Infuriates me. So we went to turn off all of our AC because it's getting cold these days and fall is now upon us. The circuit breaker was turned off for the air conditioner.
0: (laughs) this last summer
2: i was pissed but the about the ac not working (laughs) the breaker was turned
0: wait did you even did you had a professional come out and actually take a look too
2: yeah
1: that i did that's 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 funny but james Uh. that took you for us to start speaking with you a minute and 48 seconds is that short i should time the dude what's, what's long like, I, I don't know but you just told me it would be short so I'm just curious oh, Chris that's has heard sh- me tell actually pretty short that, pretty that was rather short for yeah. James I was expecting <laughs> to have a five minute story so I could claim that's why I started the stopwatch
0: oh but man he, he surprised
1: me at a minute and 48 I think today should go down in infamy because uh, uh, James is not
0: uh, uh, acting like a man who's haywire <laughs> Well, it's, it's different, funny. right? Because James is not drinking, like, alcohol, right? That's one. Number two, he actually sh- told a short story, uh, which is also a funny thing because, man, you have multiple professional folks, uh, including it, yourself, James. They didn't even check to see if there's power. <laughs>
1: sometimes the most basic thing, such as power, is overlooked but i'm assuming but the man who's coming to check your air conditioner Mm -hmm. i could see him shutting off the breaker potentially because he wants to test the circuit and maybe forgetting to put it back on i've had that happen before where somebody came to check something they shut the breaker off they left it it wasn't working i went down to check the breaker you know just to see if there was a fuse blown. and i
2: think that might have been what happened here but uh The really unfortunate thing about this whole situation, I have two air conditioners because I have two furnaces in this old-ass house. And it was one of them that was on, the other one that wasn't. So it's not like there was no cold air present in the house. So we didn't realize.
1: It makes sense. And that poor other air conditioner had to work extra hard because it was trying to do the whole old house and
2: and what makes it even more like you know you ask yourself like how did you not check that or how did you not notice i've got echo b thermostats and i've got sensors throughout the different house it tells me if it's on if it's off or if it's cooling or if it's if it's heating but if there's no power going to the ac it doesn't know so there's no feedback. Like we talk about them becoming smart, but they're not all that smart when they, you can't even tell if it's actually on. Wow.
1: Or is that you that didn't notice that it wasn't providing feedback?
2: Well, no, it legitimately, you can set it doesn't the have an option inside of it for off cool and heat, right? Just like you could with a not smart thermostat, but it doesn't get any kind of feedback from the AC unit. It just tells it run or don't run. And it's sending signal. It's not really receiving.
1: It. I understand what you were saying, though. I Understand.
0: Yeah. So the thermostat tells it what to do. So it cost it's you. Not, it, it cost you discomfort this whole summer. It, did it cost you money for someone to come out and say, "Hey, it doesn't work"?
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then that's painful.
1: Well, he didn't come out and tell him it doesn't work. He came out and told him it worked.
2: <laughs> yeah. He told me. It, he told me it did work, and that I was being crazy. Oh man. Did James,
1: yeah. do you track the expenses for this old house?
2: I, yeah, I do. I have, a, I have a spreadsheet that I track all of the things I spend money, the money on. I it got depressing to look at, so now I just uh, do like I put all the receipts in a um, folder or like a I have an online folder that I use, and about once every six months I add them into the spreadsheet to see what happened last six months.
1: And how do how do you feel?
2: You know. Um,
1: could you buy like another house with the expenses for that house?
2: <laughs> Those of you listening, you didn't get to see my gestures, but cheers, my friend. <laughs> like, it's depressing. But, uh,
1: but you're drinking non-alcoholic drink.
2: Yeah, that's fair. It's true. Uh, I mean, it goes back to my rule though. You, you, you only drink when you're celebrating. But uh, yeah, the, the cost for this house was a lot, but it was a good house. We're happy with it. It's just, um, you know, I could have just probably built a new one for less money. But that's yeah. that's what I was getting at. But at least you have a very nice house, and now
1: you can't really test your air conditioner until next summer.
2: Yep. So
0: we'll see. We'll see how next summer
2: goes. So
1: now we don't even know if it works.
2: <laughs>
0: no idea.
1: We just know that there's no power running well, to it.
0: Well, mm. you you could try it right now. It'll just be a little bit cold. But you could you, technically turn you're it. You're right. It, I, I could decide to make my cold
2: house colder. My wife would love this.
1: <laughs> what is the
0: temperature there now?
2: It is currently 54 degrees outside.
0: Oh, yeah, it is getting pretty chilly.
2: And inside my house, it's 64 degrees. I'm trying to think. That is today pretty we, chilly.
1: See, we're actually pretty warm today. I, when I went for my run, I think it was 40, I mean, 54 right now it's 62 degrees. We'll drop to 49 degrees tonight. Mm. So we're at that point, we we have that big swing. We have uh, big swings now.
0: I, I just saw your, uh, thermostat behind you. It says off. Did you turn it off?
1: Yes, mine's off because I don't <laughs> have the heat on, nor do I have the air conditioner on because we don't need the air conditioner when it's sixty degrees
0: outside. I open the window. Yeah, and mine's to off as well. Let in the well. fresh air. I don't have AC. I won't put the heat man.
1: on. See, we have this contest up here, right? Like everybody has this game. James, you may appreciate this. Chris, you guys don't get snow really, so uh, oh, it does get cold, doesn't it? It
0: gets pretty but cold. Out we here. have
1: this game is like how long can you last before you have to put the heat on like people boast about it up here like i haven't put my heat on yet oh it's to i made it to october 31st oh it's almost thanksgiving so we'll we'll just have to see once the heat goes on uh, who
0: who has to break down first but oh uh, man I, I, you know what i I'll, I'll win that because uh, i don't turn on my heat i run a wood pellet that's how I wire that, my
2: house. That, well, that's that 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 still counts as turning your heat on.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that okay. it does count as turning All your heat right. on. Yeah. It's it's you're paying for the heat of your house with wood pellets. It may it's, not be as much. It may be more economical. It, it, whatever you want, but you're paying.
2: It's how long can you resist having environmental controls? It's just it's basically just a challenge to see like, do you want to take advantage of the benefits of our current society, or or do you want to try and like avoid them for a while?
1: Do you guys play that game out there, James?
2: Yes. um, I'm not able to play that game currently um, because I would much rather make sure that my wife and my wife's uh, animals are all happy and warm than, uh, you know, have her accuse me of hating her by making it cold. She does not like the cold. I personally do enjoy a little bit colder weather. When I was younger, I used to say that uh, the perfect temperature was 55 degrees with a nice cool breeze off the lake.
1: Yeah, it's a li- well,
2: it depends for a, a lot of
1: people. For me, it depends on the activity. 55 degrees, 54 degrees when you're running is beautiful when it's nice and cool. Yeah. 55 degrees for sleeping, maybe a little cool, but I, I like to drop it to like 62. You know, you're supposed
2: to have it cooler at night when you're sleeping, so... I I like it to be cool when I'm sleeping. I like it to be cool when I'm doing activities. Uh, The thing that allows me to really appreciate warmer temperatures is when you're doing things that are more sedentary, like sitting at a desk and working on a computer. Um, 55 degrees, I'll admit today, is that's too cold to try and type on a computer all day.
0: Hey, this is an interesting topic we're discussing here. You know what else is interesting? Buzzsprout. To our listeners... I hope you're enjoying this episode, but if you're curious how we started our podcast, you probably want to know how to start your own. Well, I can tell you firsthand that starting a podcast is one of the best and fun decisions we've made, but it can feel overwhelming if you don't know how to get started. It certainly was for us at the beginning. That's when Buzzsprout came in. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch your new podcast, Professional Adventure. Start with some gear that you already have, and a quiet space. They even help and guide you where to find the right equipment at the right price. In fact, it is so good, they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprout will help get your podcast into every major podcasting platform, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. You can find our very own podcast in all the major podcasting platform. Also, you get a great looking podcast website, audio players we can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and on and on. Plus, Buzzsprouts publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people that eat, drink, and breathe it, to start your own podcast and get a twenty dollars Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Yes, yes, but it gets too. If it's too warm, then I get sleepy. Mm. but you know what? You guys should. You guys should look into that wood pellet stuff.
1: Um, can't
2: where I'm located. What? Yeah, I, trying to retrofit my house to be able to have a a wood pellet stove, like, that's just asking for me to burn. I, I, I would, I'd be just as effective just straight up burning dollars instead of pellets at that point. I would like to move Chris and just get a plot of land and plop
1: a trailer on it then I would have a wood stove and you get a wood pellet, stove, pellet or, stove or not even a pellet stove a wood burning stove because I just live off the trees off that lot so stay tuned you know <clears throat> one day man you could do that the, the economy <laughs> changing. well now I'm getting older and I'm now you know reading all about health and fitness not that I haven't but paying attention to the effects of alcohol on your body and you know, how high blood pressure, you know, and alcohol, you know, you can have a stroke. You know, I'm old now, so mm-hmm. I, I have to be conscientious of this stuff. I don't want to be running down the street or running up a mountain and just drop in the middle of the woods. Actually, I guess that's probably okay. That's where I just, whenever I go, just
2: let me go. Just yeah, I would prefer you not to just die in the woods though. That would be
0: unfortunate.
1: I think that would be majestic. And then like the animals could eat me. They'd find me. The, <laughs> did you, the birds.
0: Did you saw that video I sent you, right? Like, James, I gotta I gotta re- I gotta send this video to you too. There's a guy there's a guy has a YouTube videos who lives in Taiwan and his job is to retrieve people that gets lost in the woods, whether they're dead or alive. And uh it's crazy fascinating in in having that kind of a job. It's too f- you know, go in the woods, find the person that was apparently missing. Either you find them alive or dead. Um, but, Brad, I, hopefully you don't I get don't, lost in the woods.
1: <laughs> you sent me that you video. Job. You sent me that video, Chris. Yeah. You talked about it. I know. it's The it's only crazy. problem with that video is I was trying to watch it and I had to read the subtitles Yeah, I just wanted to watch the video. (laughs) Like it was one of those videos that I just wanted to listen. I don't know if you understand what I mean. I I don't mind subtitles and I can read them. I like to, even when I watch TV, because I I listened to a podcast, they were talking about that this week in tech, you know, I'll I'll say what I listened to is one of the podcasts I listened to in the last episode, they were talking about subtitles, how older people and what you can hear. And then now they're saying even younger people do because they can actually, they said they can can read faster than they can listen. So they can like (laughs) send out like a tweet or something in between and they can multitask. But I have the subtitles on because of the accents and another guy, it's very interesting. They were saying that the audio is getting so good that you have so many different sounds that it's actually difficult for healthy people or I don't want to say normal people because they say it's older than hearing and stuff, but for anybody to have difficult hearing because of all the different channels, the main channels and all this other stuff. It was, it was quite interesting. You
0: know, I, I, I turn on um, subtitles typically late in the evening because I can't have it loud enough. Now, I know you can put a headset on, like you can do a Bluetooth with your, with your TV and stuff like that, but I still want to hear my surroundings. So I put the subtitle on, lower the volume enough to kind of hear the voice, but you know, you can't typically understand it. So my, I read the subtitles to get some clarification. i, I most like the of,
2: subtitles. Most of what I watch, I have subtitles on because it's not in English.
0: So <laughs> I just go. always have
2: subtitles on.
1: I like this. Chris, I, I only turn it down at night out of courtesy. If I watch anything, I typically don't watch much or if I do at night, if I'm watching something that's on my iPad, but when I'm watching TV, i want to feel it in the floor like i don't uh, watch the news yeah, like a or surround sound like, if i'm sound. watching house of dragons and that dragon's flying and it's like <laughs> i want to feel like that that fire is just like Wait. vibrating <clears throat> in the air Do you have a
0: surround air. sound system
1: yes well it's i don't know it's a bose system it's not really surround sound it's like a bose bar and like a mm. woofer on the floor so if you really hit that, the floor starts going.
2: I have a surround sound. that's the Sonos surround sound. And I've been debating adding a second subwoofer to it because you can. And I'm just like, I don't need it.
0: Yeah, you don't but need you it. You can.
1: So you like to, like you I have.
0: Can.
1: See, I have the blue light behind the TV so it looks nice.
0: Oh, you know, uh, so you're you the, the fancy one. The you have the fancy ambiance. No,
1: I put the LED light on there myself because they say you watch TV. It's nice to have that subtle light. Like it's a very subtle blue it's light. Good behind the TV. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's good for your eyes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So then you have the nice TV, you sit in the dark, and then you turn it on and I just want to just feel it. James, is that what you do too?
2: Yes, sometimes. Oh, it doesn't matter. you like the only, su- yeah. well, so I, I, I can feel it. Like, like I could go all out on it and it'd be fine just because I'm in this big old house. And I do have neighbors that I need to be, you know, reasonable <laughs> with because they're neighbors. But most of the time, so soon I'm going to be doing a tour party. Every year I get I have friends come together and we do yes. a Lord of the Rings That's party.
1: Lord of the Rings for those that don't
2: know the acronym. LOTOR. And and we do that every single year. We watch Is it the same Lord time every year? Around the same time every uh, year? It, it's, it's normally near the end of the year and sometime between fall and winter. And we, we look for when it can go on the schedule. Like, we do this so frequently that we made t shirts. Okay. Like, we do that's this all the awesome, time. That's awesome, dude. Um, How, we've been what doing do you this watch? since 2014. And we have watched, obviously, the extended director cuts, like every different cut that's been released of Lord of the Rings. We've done that. This year, we're going to be doing the new remastered cut that was just released. We have done all of The Hobbits. We have done the community edition cuts, like the Maple edits and the Tolkien edits of The Hobbit, which personally is my preference because it's it's more concise and closer to the book uh, in a lot of cases. <clears throat> we have done the original Lord of the Rings. We've done like the Swedish make of Lord of the Rings. We've done the Lord of the Rings cartoons. Every year we get together, we do some Lord of the Rings. And, uh, that's just, have you done a, the pornographic fun,
1: cool Lord of the Rings?
2: I was not aware that there was one, um, but probably I will not be doing that one.
0: Do you um, watch, wait, do you watch the whole series? Like it's an all day event. Well,
2: yeah, 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 How many hours oh, do you uh, watch? So the longest one that we did, um, which we will never do this one again. Um, we watched all of the Hobbit. The original cuts, not shortened, all three of those back to back. Then we did the extended cut of The Lord of the Rings, all three of those back to back. And um, that was a very literally all-day event. That was a lot.
1: That does sound like a lot. Wow. I lose interest. I like all the movies, but I think. But you, you guys wow. don't
0: sit. So you guys don't just sit there the whole time. Like, I mean, everyone kind of just. Do you just let it play in the background and people kind of just like talk? So or it depends, is it like serious? Like you sit it d- down? It
2: depends. It depends on the cut and it depends on the year. Sometimes like we'll invite somebody that hasn't seen it. And if, if that's the case, like we're watching it. Um, But like uh, a few years ago, we had it playing. And the whole time it was playing, we were cooking and making food that was like. Uh, Lord of the Rings, and yeah, like yeah. we were eating it and doing that a few years ago. We also did a very similar thing where, like, we prepared all the food and then we did just the the three Lord of the Rings movies. And uh, we'd go in and out, and like you know, we're watching it, but like you'd get up and you'd go get something or what what, what have you, move so, around a little bit.
0: So, do you, does anybody come in like dressed like a, a character? So, so, no, we've never LARPed,
2: we've never gotten just like let's all dress up for it, but. Um, it's not out of the question maybe one year but just like uh, this, year's, dress up. Th- this year's this <laughs> year's up as a furry this year's no that's weird dude uh this year's gonna be not yucking anybody's yum just not my thing um the, this year is gonna be interesting because there's the yes. new amazon lord of the rings and so this year we're actually gonna turn this into two weekends i um, fell asleep watching
1: the first episode
2: so that's the, don't, don't give me any spoilers. I'm, I'm working so hard to just even avoid internet feedback on this because like someone tried telling me it wasn't any good. And I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't matter if it sucks. No, I'm, I'm just telling you, I fell
1: that, asleep man. during the first episode because I haven't seen it. I am like you. When I talk with people, I don't even want them to tell me if it was good or bad because I want to make my own decision no. because I don't want to listen to someone go,
2: Oh man, it was so
1: good! It was the best one yet. Because my expectations are then so high, and I'm like, "That was horrible." So I will not even tell you if something's good or bad until you watch it and you yeah, agree you'll just that you tell want to tell me that
2: it. it was so good that you fell asleep. Thank you, Brett. I just told I appreciate it,
1: James. <laughs> James, I he's an old guy. He's many sleep. I watched many of shows. I was watching one series. I think I watched every episode three times. Because you I fell asleep, asleep at all different parts. Yes. And I'd wake up, like you fall asleep at uh, episode four. <laughs> That's pretty good. And you fantastic. wake up in the middle of episode six and you're like, oh. So then you have to go back and try to find where you were in episode four because, you know, typically on Netflix, HBO, all those, if you stop it, it will pick you up roughly where you left off. But if you fall asleep and wake up in another episode, you have to like scroll back and go, what do I remember?
0: I just I did really that. I
1: watched uh, Devil in Ohio and that was one and I loved that. I think we spoke about that. I thought that was a great show, and I fell asleep halfway through episode five, and I did wake up in episode seven, and then I was like, okay, let me scroll back. And okay, that was this far in episode five.
0: Interesting. So,
1: so me falling asleep has nothing to do with the quality of the show. Chris, what about it's you? It's
0: time you of day as- watching. Do it. you
2: fall asleep watching shows?
0: I do not, man. I, I you know, I enjoy movies. I get into it. Um, listen to the stories and stuff like that, I I try not to. The only time I fall asleep is if it's like, I just want to put it on, not really interested, it's just for background noise, and then I'll fall asleep. But most of the time, it's like if it's an, a show that I'm interested in, I will watch it regardless if it was bad. I'll just watch it. So that way I don't feel like I'm making um, a comment about a show that I didn't even bother to be interested in so i have to be interested in it including the rings of power so i've been watching it every week i'm not going to say anything you guys uh can create your own opinion uh about the show so uh, yeah
1: i haven't watched it i probably won't watch it
0: for a long time yeah um, and house of dragon too i've been watching that every week you know you guys can Make up your own opinion on that if you're if you're, I've been
1: watching that every
2: week too, James,
0: yeah. will you
1: be watching it?
2: Yes, but when still hasn't been decided
1: see that's I'll watch Lord of
2: the Rings, but when
1: it's not on my list, so we won't talk about House of Dragons, but one thing I will ask you about House of Dragon, Chris, do you listen to the podcast?
0: which podcast?
1: The official House of the Dragon podcast.
0: I, I have not. I Right now, I'm sort of just sticking to the episode in itself. I try not to read anything beyond that. I'm, l- I'm re- watching it without any background information.
1: I do I not guess. listen to the podcast. The podcast comes out the same time the show comes out. So I do not listen ahead. So, Because sometimes with House of Dragons, like if it comes out on Sunday night, like I watched this week's episode last night. Yeah. The podcast was out. I did not listen to it. I listened to it after I watched the show. Uh, My opinion is that you should listen to the podcast because it changed. Didn't change. It, It was a nice... I have to be careful of how to say this because I don't want to. Does it give you a little care? bit
0: of background information? Yes, yes, okay. yes. See, it gives
1: you so much more information, and it enlightens your experience with the show. Like it's a very good that, companion to the show. That takes away really?
0: my experience though, because I, you know, I for me when I'm watching a show, it's a show. I don't want to have if I want to rewatch it later. I don't want to have to remember. that I got to listen to a podcast. You, oh, it's
1: Chris, a, you don't have to remember to listen to a podcast. <laughs> I see. I listen to podcasts when I run. So I just put them on. I don't listen to it like the day after. Like I just, whenever it comes through, it comes. So when I yeah, run, I yeah. listen to it. So, but I don't, I don't need the podcast for that to show. enjoy the show.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But the podcast accompanies the show rather nicely. And listening to what they say and what they intended or whatever, I'm just saying some things, goes back to like my feeling when I was watching the show. So it's a good companion. Uh, so it it's helps almost you like it, Almost, yes, yes. And then, like, with some additional information. So then you, then you, get you to watch talk to
2: first, the, and then you podcast. Yes, one
1: hundred percent of the time. So even if I'm late, because it comes out on Sunday at nine, I do not watch it Sunday at nine because that's past my bedtime. Okay, to be honest with you, like if I started <laughs> it at nine, asleep.
2: you're like you're just really like railing home all the old man things today, aren't you? Like you're just really <laughs> feeling old today. Well, I go to bed is, is at the nine. Getting, is does the weather make your knees ache? You got a sore hip. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, It's okay. I got a a bum knee, so I get you. No, because,
1: well, if it starts at 9, if I lay down to watch it and it's It's over by 10, because they're like 45 minutes, I'll be asleep at 9.30. So I want to be, like, I watched it yesterday at like 7, because I know I wouldn't fall asleep. And then I did work or whatever afterwards until I got tired. So...
2: So what's your for everyone listening? What what do you use to backlight your TV? What is, what tech are you using? Yeah, I want to know. A, you got a blue light. What I know. what is the tech? I
1: have. Well, I bought these. I looked for them because I needed more. So
2: I bought. Why did you LED, need more like more quantity or replacement bulbs? Like, well,
1: because I no no I needed. I have I have a four foot strip. On the back of the TV. It's an LED light that I bought from Best Buy. I think their brand is Insignia or something, I believe. I, I can look it up after. Oh, it's so just a and regular can LED the, strip. Yes, okay. that you can change the color on. How do you change I'd, the color? This one is by c- control, not on the phone. There's actually a control on like a, the device. So it's like a
2: physical dial or a A switch. physical dial.
1: So I have one of those on the back of the couch, like on the the top of the couch. And I have one up behind the TV. So you can have the blue lights on both sides. I also have a blue light in the kitchen above the cabinets. So it's just it's always
2: bad. blue light, though, right? Yeah, like you don't change it to like a purple or I red
0: or green.
1: I set it or something. to be blue. I did not have it random. So Unless I you have wanted a girl another. Over, s- right
0: right? Change <clears throat> color. If it's, if you have no, woman. they're all
1: the same shade of blue. I can put all three of them on. They like it. <laughs> um, then I wanted another one for the garage.
2: So what 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 are you watching in the garage then? <laughs> no, no, it's not for the TV. It's for the ambiance. So, <laughs> I
1: went to buy them on Best Buy, and they don't sell that anymore. So I ended up buying this Genie brand. I found I on heard Amazon. Heard about
0: that? The Genie. Ones. It's
1: the G E E N I, and that is a one that I can control with my phone. So I can turn it on or off. This is down in the garage. And I can change the brightness. I can change the color. And I can change the hue. It's amazing. I put it in the garage because in my garage, I do not park. Right? I have It's for storage. (laughs) Yes. It's not for storage. Like, it's very clean if you were to see it. But I have like a nice big yoga mat. I have a bench that I use and I have some, you know, medicine balls and some weights. I go to the gym and such, but I use that area for stretching and very light movement for flexibility in the morning and before bed. All
2: right. So I
1: put the blue light on. So when I'm down there, I kind of,
2: where do you put relax. the blue light when you're down there? Like, is it just on a wall? It's, it's just- on the
1: ceiling. Like it's a straight line. Cause I have a garage door opener. So I put it above... You know the bar that goes from your garage? Do you have a garage door opener, everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know you have the device on the, the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. And then you have the chain that goes over to the door to pull it up. I have the blue light right above the chain. that rod where the chain is on. Interesting. And it, I'll tell you, the ambiance when I'm down there, I put on yoga music and I stretch... And I do some muscle movements. Again, it's not a workout. Well, you got the gym thinking like the workout. This is like a flexibility type.
2: Sure. It's stretching. Uh, yeah. Um, Chris, we I have an important question to... for you. So Chris, we're, yep. we're listening to Brad describe this and he sets the color using a dial, but it's it's colored lighting. So at what point do you consider it a smart light versus just a colored light? Does Brad have smart lights since he can choose and change the colors or is it like smart but maybe slightly less smart what is it what
0: Uh, we got here i think it's it's less smart i would would consider a smart led strip is if it changes automatically based on a scene or a set settings that you want the so, genie
1: ones i was going to go i'm sorry to cut you off james the genie ones i bought two other strips that i haven't put up yet i'm too lazy to replace these but those you can actually have themes yeah. right similar to when you have like you know if you have i have other lights that i could say this is my theme and it will adjust the lights you know according to my theme so these can do that same type of thing so you can have a theme for something is it a and Alexa the colors enabled? will shift
2: so This you, is, yes. When you say theme, are you referencing specifically a theme, like a profile theme where you can specify a collection of colors or aesthetics? Or are you referencing what some smart home products call a scene so you can have uh, specific uh, custom collections that play out?
1: This would be aesthetics for not a scene that plays out. I mean, I guess you could. This is, you can set the theme for...
0: If you're watching a movie, right? Like you can have Alexa set it to a certain color if you're watching a movie. So So you you say
1: you're watching a movie and it will set the lights to be a certain hue or color.
2: so, So Brad, if you... Do you think your watching experience would be better? That it would be, it would add a value to the experience of watching a movie or show if the lighting on the wall could change color to what's happening on the screen so that it starts to like broadcast out your environmentals into the mood of the, the atmosphere, whatever sounds Um Would that make it better or be a distraction?
1: I think it would be a distraction. I think the constant color light is a subtle undertone as Chris stated is better for your eyes because I think the lighting from the television lights up the room enough for me to get the ambiance of where i am because if you're in hell and flames are burning i can get the orange because i watch it in the dark yeah you know so i get that kind of feel what would make it really cool is if they could have the smells emit from the television of where you are so if i'm in the dump you know and i could smell the dump i think that would be better but to be honest with you i think the uh, i think with the sound and the subtle light behind it. I think that is a good experience for me.
2: I don't, I don't think I would want them to be able to provide smell. It's so visceral. Like it would really, think of a, a, a movie like saving private Ryan and like how just horrible it should smell in some of those moments. I, man, I, that, that that would be a lot, right? Especially if we got to a place like where we were doing it accurately.
1: Well, maybe you could turn it on and turn it off because if you're watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you might like it.
2: I mean, that's fair. You, 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 p- you pick out any kind of good cooking show and now all of a sudden, like, let's do it. Let's get some tasty smell of cookies in the air or something.
0: You know, going back to that uh, smart LEDs, I know Hugh has one of those. That you can buy that changes based on your movie, but I think there was a limitation that because I looked into that when I was trying to set up a movie, you know, room and I was redoing my my living room and and one they're expensive um, and number two I only I found out that the hue version one from Samsung or uh, Philips I'm sorry that they it was only limited to like 1080p um, because of the device that comes with it so it's like well that's kinda, that kind of that kind of sucks because you you'd want it to be like You know the 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 full experience that you get, Um, but at the same time it it could seem like a distraction. But the same you know, but you do get the ambiance. If I think it it makes you seem much bigger than what it is, you know, with especially you have the lighting in the back. But um, uh, I think you can do that with Razer products as well. Like you can have all your stuff. uh, You can have some of those smart LEDs. Connected to your laptop or to your machine as well, your desktop or Windows machine, where based on your background or your windows open, it changes the you know your. I don't your know lighting. what that would get you, because I, I don't.
1: I really don't know what that would get you. I mean, I could understand if you didn't have any windows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I had a fish tank at one time because I had live plants that I had an LED light set on top of it. That as the time change as time progressed during the day, so too would the lights to mimic the outdoor lighting. So in the morning, you know, if you get into the whole, you know, like the whole fifty eight hundred k, ten thousand ks noon, like the lighting, right? So it would start off in the morning, mor- morning in the morning with the oranges and the reds, you know. Then at noon, it would slowly progress up to where you have like the ten thousand. Right, and then it would change slowly all the way back up until you get to the darkness and nights, and we're going to like blue light and then you know uh the twilight and have moonlight in it. I could see lighting doing that, yeah, if you were in a place where you didn't have any outdoor lighting or you were in a place where it gets dark early like it does in the north, yeah, you know it gets dark really early and it gets light late to have that light give you that perce- perception of you know the lighting outside but watching a movie I don't yeah I don't know if
0: I do something very similar too but mine is set my my setup is very different so as you know mine is set at around 10 1030 my lights dim from you know the typical lamp lighting to red uh, because as you know I mean as you know Brad, dark you know when it's when the light goes out your eyes adjust better in red light and so it's easier for a transition so when you're walking at night it's easier for you to see transitioning yeah, you from keep your night vision to so rods and your cones yeah. Yeah. yeah so i set mine all red at night and it's it my my kids think it's creepy but you know when they leave their bedroom and they go through the house and it's pretty dark where i'm at it's easier for them to adjust and they can see where they're going
2: Something, if your kids think it's creepy, something you can try is to shift the tone from a red light to an orange light. You'll get most of the same benefit, but it'll actually set a slightly calmer mood than red light will give you.
0: Yes, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. My The light does change, because I, I do leave it on over the night. It does change as the sun goes up into like orange as sun comes up. And then at 7 a.m. or something like that, um, I base it on the sunrise. It turns off the lights because there's already daylight, um, so it's, it saves me some some energy. I mean, considering they're LED, or saving anyway. So going with those lights, have you tried any of those
1: happy lights? Happy lights, because again, we're coming into winter the amount of daylight is going to decrease, decrease significantly up here where it's it's already, you know, we don't have sunrise at this point until quarter to seven. We haven't experienced the thaw back yet. And then now it gets dark about six o'clock. But come, you know, December, we're dark at four o'clock in the afternoon and it doesn't get light again until seven o'clock or whatever time. I figure what time in the morning. But some people... You know, sad. You know, seasonal. What is it? What is sad again? I know all this stuff, and now I'm just drawing a blank because of the hour. Um, <laughs> look it up, Chris, quickly. Sad, so- seasonal, something depression. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You-
0: that happens here in the Pacific Northwest because it's always gloomy. Um, but- yes, uh, yeah. So they have seasonal, happy lights.
2: Seasonal affective disorder.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So they have lights that's supposed to if you. Pl- put them in your office while you're working or whatever, they're supposed to emit the vitamin D as if you were getting daylight from the sun and it's supposed to help you combat
2: seasonal depression. I think colors have a lot to do with that too. It's important not to miss that. Um, my, my sister growing up used to uh, actually take time just sitting in front of one of those lamps, uh, I think technology has gotten a little bit better since back then but um, definitely it's a it's a real thing and it's, was it effective it's do you know or not for, um... for her it helped a little bit but she also had a lot of other concerns at the same time um, something uh, speaking of like lighting and how that can kind of change your your, your mood and, and how you perceive the area that you're in I think the strength of the light can make a really big difference the color can make a really big difference. Um, and so I've spent maybe more time thinking about lighting in my house than is necessary. Um, but I have a really kind of weird thing that I have an opportunity to do that most houses can't. So my house is old and all of the walls are plaster. So because it has built with plaster walls, it has what's referred to as picture rail. This is not as common anymore, but for anyone that isn't familiar with this, it's a piece of trim molding that would go near the top of the the wall, but not at the top of the wall. It's not a crown molding. It's a picture rail. And it is intended, it would be where you would hook um, a line from your paintings. So you would actually hang them from the picture rail rather than putting holes in your walls because you can't really do that with plaster without causing lots of problems. Mm -hmm. So something I've thought about that wasn't possible when this was like the technology at the time because led lights didn't exist it'd be really cool to do led uplighting from behind the picture really. i think that would look
1: amazing
2: and and all of my house like um on the main floor it has this awesome plaster where they coped it from the wall up into the ceiling so there's no sharp corner it curves up and that's, that was designed to try and like limit the shadows that would be cast from a flickering lantern on the chandelier in the middle because it was originally gas light. Um, we found out, uh, there's a lot of electrical put into this house, but it was right after it was built. Um, so that said, I think that'd be super cool. That would be cool. Do you, that was actually my question. Do you guys, do you agree I think that would
1: be cool. And I think now with the LED strips, because you can get them at all lengths. I have four feet You can connect them too. You can connect them. You can buy four feet. You can buy eight feet. I've seen even 50 feet, James. I think getting one that you can control with your phone, because then you have the ability to change, you know, easily change the hue, change the brightness and change the color saturation. You do saturation, hue, and brightness. I think is what this one has. I, I think you could do so much with that in a room to set the mood perfectly. And I think it would look so. You could have like even just like a subtle glow, you know, an upglow. It, it would look nice.
0: James, I will agree. You should get one. Um, I, I think it it sets a tone. You can set a tone whatever you feel like. But my neighbor down here who uh, bought a plot of land. Um, you know, uh, about quite a quarter mile from me, they build a house and their house has LED strips for, on the outside as well as inside. So depending on the season or depending on what they feel, they change the color. So in during like the, the changing of weather right now, they have orange and yellow out there. But during Seahawks game, they change it to like, um, you know, green and blue, which is super cool. And that, that's kind of like, you know, kind of over the top, but um, inside, I think it will be amazing. Uh, so you should do it. Now the real question
2: is like, what would I like? Now I got to start like research and like figure out what brand <laughs> I want to go with to, to make this happen.
1: There's so many of them. I bought these genie ones on Amazon. S- S- uh, someone,
2: Someone's going to like start quoting me from our podcast episode from like a year ago, Chris, where I said that uh smart switches is greater than smart bulbs because yeah. <laughs> c- smart bulbs burn out that's right but like if i want to have a smart switch but also have leds that i can control the color on
1: hmm. but the leds how can I, have I don't both? think i don't think you'll ever
2: burn out an led how many hours run an led
0: oh man i know i i it's got to be like well, a couple uh, million the, hours
2: the, 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 the original consideration wasn't necessarily burning out so much as like the fact that they will expire, um, whether it's because they legitimately burn out or like they break, like the bulb becomes damaged more easily. But it,
1: they're they're on a, a strip. So you just get a new strip.
2: They're cheap enough. You don't have to right, we fasten were, them. We were discussing like the Hue light bulbs at the time, not no. LED Well, strips. technology's
1: changed. Technology changes quickly. So yeah. anybody who's quoting you on your statement I will defend you and say you made your statement based on the technology at the time of the conversation because you can't be accountable for what doesn't exist. Yeah. So at the time at the time you thought the smart switch was better. But now with technology and these LED strips, you can just put little rails up there that you can put any strip up there and replace it easily.
2: Uh, I actually I still think I like the smart switches. Like I really appreciate what I can do. I have Lutron cassette in my house. And
0: I have a smart well. switch in this office and I changed it mm-hmm. because I knew like in winter when I come in here in the office at six in the morning, it's already dark, right? I mean, it's still dark. So I, when I get up, I'd love to for it to be a, a little bit lit uh, out here. So, I prefer that smart switch in certain areas, but there's certain areas in, in my household where I use But I've if you can
1: use your phone or tie it up to the A-L-E-X-A device and say, like I do, I'm like, A-L-E-X-A, put on the bedroom light. Like, it just, I, but I can yell it anywhere in the house.
0: No, but I'm saying, go like, on. you could do the same thing for, uh, you could do the same thing for uh, switches, like smart switches. Um But there's light bulbs. The light bulbs I use for smart light bulbs is for lamps.
1: What does a smart switch give you over a smart bulb or an LED strip or something that you can control with? So,
2: the benefit of a smart switch over a bulb is for a lot of bulbs, and this is the, the rod, like this is the benefit. For a lot of bulbs, in order for them to work, you have to keep the switch on and then use the smart tech to turn the bulb on and off. But it has to maintain having power. If you have somebody walk through your house that doesn't know this, they're going to hit the light switch and turn all the bulbs off. And now you have to go back through and hit the light switch to turn it back on in order to use your smart lights. The thing I really like about the smart switches is it still works with a push button that you can flick that Bob, who knows nothing about it, can still do. It's intuitive for guests in the home, but you also have the ability to use Alexa. You also have the ability to... Uh, use your app on your phone. You can use your routines. You can do all those things, but you can also choose not to. That's what I like about it.
1: Okay. No, thank you. I was just curious to what would the advantage be? Yeah. So The,
2: the, the, the downside to the smart switches is color control. The upside is that non hot, you know, high tech, Usability while also having those functionalities. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll give you an example. I have the regular, see, uh, mine's a little selfish because I have all regular switches on my wall, but all my devices are either on smart plugs or controlled directly from the device itself. Meaning, like this Genie light switch, uh, the control that I have is on its own thing. Like I can turn it on or off and adjust the hue. I have other things that are on smart plugs that I can turn on or off from the smart plug. So if somebody were to be in my house, they could flip any light switch they want, but it won't impact any of the smart lights, I guess I'll call them for the conversation. But if I have like an overhead light, it will come on.
0: Sure. I think it depends <clears> on your use because I, I do have multiple, like I have switches, I have light bulbs, and I have smart plugs. Like, for example, one of the things I hated the most is that I have to go down because my house is like a, a, a layer. So when you come in, it's either you go up or down. It's um, split level. It's split level. And one of the things that I, annoys me the most is that um, for me to turn on the porch light, I have to go walk down and turn it on. I know it's first world problem, but... If I forget, it gets pretty dark. My my property is already dark, so I switch the smart sw- uh, I switch it to a smart switch, and I have it set automatic based on um, you know sunrise and sunset, so I don't ever forget. So when I leave, there's the light will always come on based on sunrise and sunset, or come off, and um, and and at the same time, like downstairs, my bottom deck. I have one of those string lights um, for the, you know, nice, um, uh, you know, nice lighting it downstairs. The, the,
2: what we like to refer to as beer garden lighting.
0: Beer garden, garden lighting. Yeah. And I, you can't really buy those in smart stuff and you, can, you don't really want to put that as a smart switch. So what I end up doing is getting a smart plug and just plug into it and then just. Schedule it on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: See, this just goes to show that I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all model. I think it has to be based on the application and the use of the lights. Because the good thing, though, is that I wanted to get to, I have different devices, plugs, lights, or whatever, but they all work within my... A-L-E-X-A app so that I can, you know, because now it's across technologies and I can turn them on or off by voice or even in the app, you can control them.
2: So I have the same situation, but like, and and in a similar way, so I have, I have my uh, Lutron cassette light switches and my lamps are all plug driven. Well, Lutron has um, plugs that you can use to make a smart plug. I opted not to do it because I was being cheap. I kind of regret that it might replace us at some point. And so I used a different inexpensive plug. Um, so now I have two different apps. Well, both of them integrate with Alexa. So like, it's not really that big of a deal. Well, here's the downside. The lamp and the overhead light are in the same room and there's not a very clean distinction between the two, unless I name the, the device very arbitrarily. Um, so if I want all of the lights in the room or just the overhead light in the room, now you have to set it up in that manner. And it oftentimes gets confused between the two. Um, so there's a little bit of distinction and, and fiddling that you have to do to get that to be clean. Uh, that said, though, it's interesting on how you handle lighting. And the idea of putting colored lights in a room, even if they're just a static light, just to have that consistency in how it can affect mood is is really neat, mm-hmm. so uh, it's cool that both of you guys do that. I don't play with that currently,
0: um, and uh, it might be might be something I explore. There you go. That's a, that's a good widget. That's a good widget for this week in this episode. Um, I, I do encourage for any you know dwelling that you have is to look at smart switches, smart LEDs, just like what Brad's doing uh and and pick whatever brand you pick there's a lot of them out there now and the last time we talked about this james you know there's a few uh brands now there's a lot right like i didn't even know about genie uh it's good to look into and um you know if you want to interact with us and you want to see our drink this week we all drank water or non-alcoholic <laughs> you're right because um, none of you guys asked what i had but um i just had water on a yeti
2: I- <laughs> I, I saw that when, and, I, and I thought about it and I was I was actually wanting to not say anything until next week so that we could make fun of
0: Brad. Uh, yeah, at, I know uh, it's all good. The, it's all good but hey, interact with us at uh,
1: Chris Chris, <laughs> Chris what what did you drink tonight?
0: <laughs> he just he uh, just wa- said water on the yeti water on the yeti a yeti container
1: but I wanted to ask him just so he
2: doesn't feel left out.
0: Ah, uh, no, it's all good. Yeah. Cause we all drank Chris, water. We,
2: we had an opportunity to completely roast Brad next week. And, <laughs> I know. And we just, I know. You set it on uh, fire, man. Chris, Chris doesn't
1: pay attention. You, you're waiting for the last few seconds where you really could have.
0: No, I, I, yeah, unleashed. I <laughs> you could have waited, but you know, uh, it is what it is. I'm excited for uh, next week as well. And I appreciate all the people that tune into our episodes. Um, a quick, quick statistics. We've had a lot of people listening around the world. Uh, we do appreciate all of our active listeners. You guys know who you are. And uh, if you're a first time listener, interact with us, Whiskey and Widgets on Instagram. And you can also email us at widgets at gmail.com. There's underscore in between those words. So um, I thought we had a uh, Twitter too. Handler. A Twitter, I don't know what's going on with that. It was, you know, ran by somebody. And they abandoned it, so Cle- I gotta pick it clearly, up. Clearly, clearly, somebody—not <laughs>
2: mentioning any particular name, somebody decided Twitter would be a good idea and just, you know, <laughs> kept forgetting how to log in or something.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 get it up there. It's not our priority, as what Brad would say uh, at this time, but uh, we'll certainly put it up there. So, again, thanks okay. for uh, listening there. Uh,
2: I, personally, I think just uh, being able to share images, a little bit of opinions and thoughts, Um Instagram's a cool way for you guys to communicate with us. But just send us feedback. F- feedback. We we like to do mail calls and hear from the listeners on occasion because you know thanks for joining us on the journey. It's yeah. a fun experience or feedback. Y- y- <laughs> yes. yes, speaking speaking <laughs> or of feelings. just learning how to talk. It's we uh, didn't get to do, do my.
1: Di- we didn't get to do my dolly image of the night so we have to do two next week
0: <sighs> alright sounds that's good fair. man that's perfect
1: and James James very important message for you tonight I'm ready history does not remember blood it remembers names Caralis Valerian House of dragons
0: nice thanks everybody
1: have a good take evening take care thank you